0: Okay. Oh, hello, it's Helen Reed here. Um, and I have with me today, Gigi, who is the earth body priestess and um, she guides women back into their bodies. And we're here to have a really delicious conversation about um, evolving orgasms and Gigi's journey um, around this whole topic so welcome Gigi it's so amazing to have you here thank you for being here
1: thank you for having me
0: (laughs) (laughs) ah so um we connected like maybe I don't know like a year ago or maybe a bit more than a year ago a mutual friend like put us in contact with each other I think when I rebranded the podcast as legs wide open and then
1: she said oh oh,
0: you two probably should connect
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the resonance
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then I remember like checking out your profile I was like
1: oh and she's English (laughs) yeah that's a big one that is actually kind of a big one to recognize isn't it because on the online uh, space it's kind of uh, hard to find those Brits. We seem to be hiding. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, people like Brits that are talking about sexuality and like reclaiming our bodies as women. Hmm. It's very taboo, isn't
1: it? In that
0: polite British society, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we are like <laughs> blasting it open. I'm still holding it down over here. I'm actually in the UK, which <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, actually, I had so many moments where I was like, I want to get out because mm. it just felt so dense approaching this subject all the time, especially where I am in north, rural, wild North Norfolk, <laughs> which is kind of like Cornwall, but for, you know, the um, East, East Anglia, because it's on the end, on the edge of the, the country. It's like there's nowhere else to go. So there's kind of that sense of people are still a little bit, you know slow to to receive the the information or the the updates or whatever you want to say but yeah it it it's been it's actually been a really powerful journey for me to stay in this place and actually stay with myself and stay um, in my body actually it's helped me to reconnect even deeper with my earth body connecting with you know my ancestry and the land where, you know my my grandmother, my mother was born, which feels really important because I've been doing a lot of um, ancestral healing work on my feminine line and my masculine line. Um, but yeah, I've I've been really working with um, with Norfolk, especially. Which um, my grandmother was born in Walsingham, which is a uh, pilgrimage site to Mother Mary in the UK, and it's a very it's a it's a very multi-dimensional space to be in. It's very much like a a portal, I would say, mm. um, of divine feminine energy. Um, so I've been really working with that um, consistently over the last six years which is why I felt really cool to stay there Mm. Um, there was was something about me learning and being initiated through this divine feminine energy that I was receiving from my ancestral lineage and also yeah Walsingham itself which is a very healing soft opening receptive place Mm. yeah it's really special if you haven't been Um, I would highly recommend it, but there are also, you know, some people don't resonate because of the, on the outside, it's very, um, you know, religious, which is why people, people go there. Um, But actually, if you go a little bit deeper, you'll, you can connect with the, the sort of original energy of the Divine Mother. Mm. so yeah i just wanted to put that in that felt like it wanted to come through yeah
0: yeah you haven't shared that before and when we've been chatting and that feels like i kind of can't wait when i go to the uk in because i am not holding the flag down in in the uk (laughs) i'm insane um and i i yeah i can resonate with it feels very powerful what you're talking about and going back i went back during you know like quarantine times and um i found it so dense and even yeah. like the kind of summers that i've spent there like i found really challenging and really powerful so i yeah. can resonate with um yeah with what you especially i guess over the last couple of years it i guess has been pretty whew, full on um, yeah. and now i'm I have family in Norfolk, so I'm very excited to go back. I haven't been to Walsingham, so
1: you haven't been. No. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we have to meet there. Yeah, yeah. We're like that's really important. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's. I felt very much like a bit of a. A guide for Walsingham as well, like a, sort of, opening up and inviting people in, um, mm. through a different lens because there mm-hmm. is a lot of resistance to it if you're you know maybe you, you just don't resonate with wanting to go to a pilgrimage site mm-hmm. which also is absolutely you know absolutely fine um, but I felt very much like I've been asked to sort of open open it up and to bring it that perspective of the divine feminine which is kind of what I've been you know working with moving through this very kind of dense um patriarchal energy that has been moving through that place and um yeah bringing through the Mary Magdalene codes that's Mm. really what I've been doing I feel like I've been walking the Divine Mother's voice into that place alongside you know to 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 balance there's definitely been a depth of that um because also i've been visiting churches here and i mean norfolk is like has the most churches in it the whole of england oh there are so many churches here and i've i've just been like you know connecting with so many around norfolk but i felt like that was also what i was doing was kind of weaving this feminine Mm. energy um and that's kind of a rabbit hole could go down (laughs) (laughs) around why the churches would be placed where they are um but yeah grid work essentially which is um also a big part of what i am called to do as well with moving the divine feminine through um the the grid of the
0: earth Mm, like i for I, i guess i feel called to like expand on it a little bit even though we will dive into the topic of the day Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but it's all really relevant isn't it yeah it's this um i think a lot of the reason well the the core reason for me anyway like moving away or not never really being able to explore and like reclaim my body and like really like uh, drop into my like womanhood has been this as you say this like grid that the energetic grid of like society and and the land Mm -hmm. has all been it's like there are all these the field is very masculine and so and has been and so throughout my upbringing that's what i kind of tuned into and flowed with Mm -hmm. and then Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the the reclaiming of the feminine is like you say it's coming back to this these it's like a remembrance of something which is like i've heard it described as like the river beneath the river it's like so it's like always been there and it's always been kind of um like we can feel it in our bones almost but what well, we can yeah. i think feel it in our bones and it's this this resonance that can't really be explained and mm-hmm. so it feels really powerful for like describing the work that you're doing to like yeah really have this ripple effect in the field in the UK and beyond because obviously it will go like way beyond there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um to set to maybe like set the stage for more people to to um feel that resonance more easily
1: yeah yeah definitely I feel like that's why I've been so called to the body Mm. as this work is very much you know a reclamation of our bodies of yeah taking up space like you said like as children not feeling oh where's this where's the space for me to move into my feminine expression here oh it's not there there isn't a space for it we haven't been provided with the space for it Mm. um with you know the wisdom and the knowledge which you know thankfully we are now reclaiming, I feel, as the collective bringing through all this wisdom around our menstrual cycles and, you know, as women really kind of deepening into that so that our, hopefully our children will have more information. Um, but yeah, it's felt like it was buried. It's, it's kind of like, it was such a mysterious thing kind of coming to this work because you're sort of searching for like, where is the information? And then it becomes this quest of like, well, how, you know, it, it's kind of exciting because it, you know that it's there, but you haven't been shown, here are all the books on, da, da 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 So you sort of go on your own, like, quest to find the voice of the feminine. And that's actually been quite um, exciting for me on, mm-hmm. you know, on one level. Obviously, there's been quite a lot of grief and rage and, um, you know, emotional reclamation as well that's happened within me because of feeling cut off from that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's its a really beautiful journey to go on to reconnect with the feminine, mm. it really is. And taking up space in the body again and, and actually activating that energy within us, you know, and, and then it really helps with the, with the masculine energy too and that's that's been my journey with it starting with the feminine and that's helped my masculine Mm. um, energy too
0: yeah i yeah i have a similar experience that like the feminine is for me is kind of like creating the fertile soil for Mm -hmm. the i mean maybe even the seed is there first but or the soil is there and then the seed gets Planted in there, but it's like this beautiful dance isn't it between the yeah. masculine and the feminine but if the feminine heart isn't open to being like penetrated by the masculine then it doesn't mm. then there isn't there isn't enough energy for the for the masculine to like work with I guess it's yeah, yeah it, there needs to be this openness um,
1: mm. yeah we need to know where we're directing that masculine energy and how And that's what the feminine has taught me. It's like you know, what what am I doing with this masculine energy? Because when we're just in our masculine energy, it can it wants to know where it's going, essentially at the core, doesn't it? Masculine energy wants to know where it's going. It it kind of knows it wants to go. It needs to be guided by this this feminine counterpart. And if it doesn't know where it's going, that's where it can just become like it's driving you crazy, which is Mm -hmm. what we see you know in the world is that this kind of crazy over um, stimulated masculine energy um, predominantly and yeah for me that it's just been so healing for me and my own experience to to soften and to know my feminine to to come home it's like it's a total homecoming for me I always talk about coming home coming home coming home to the body coming home to the feminine coming home to you know feeling like you have this yeah delicious soil earth that is holding you and is part of you mm. Mm.
0: so ha- um could you just share a little bit about your story so like how and and i guess probably with with through the kind of lens of the um like how your i mean it feels it feels kind of like we're going to go just we'll just dive straight in um how your orgasms have evolved and like what your journey has Mm. been like in terms of this like coming home to your body and really Mm. um yeah what has your experience been in, in in yeah in relation to orgasms just I'll just make it really open so that then yeah you can, yeah.
1: yeah it's um it's very much a being around looking at myself and actually remembering I'm my own person this is my body this is uh you know my my space to to get curious about and um, yeah for me it's been really looking at myself and getting curious about my body and my body has guided me as to where I need to go Um, and womb work was like pretty soon after I started my healing journey Um, when I trained as a sound healer in Bali. And so then I did a lot of clearing out of my energy, like clearing out a lot of emotional density that I was storing and holding on to, a lot of stress, anxiety. Um, It really helped with depression. I had a lot of just felt just very heavy um, after living in London for many years and kind of not feeling connected to my body and trying to escape my body with drinking and just everything that was uh, available there so when I started to kind of really clean out and bring awareness to my body with my my sound healing I then could go a little bit deeper okay so now I know I'm in my body and I'm feeling you know more of a resonance with with my emotions and I'm curious about myself um now where am i going and so when i started using my singing bowls in sessions it just initially started as men and women but then i just felt you know myself wanting to work with women wanting to really connect with that feminine energy and so wanting to to connect with them the source of the feminine and so the womb. I just kept coming back to the womb. Oh, the womb. Wow, the womb. What's so powerful? Sexuality, my own sexual energy. What? What is? You know, all of this, and kind of following my intuition, which I feel is kind of how we we really, you know, um, end up exploring more. Is that we follow those signs and. Um, So yeah, then I just started working with women around their wombs and kind of really seeing a correlation between a lot of like stuck emotional, um, physical things that would manifest in the physical around the room space. And so I was working with my own room space and really just like deepening into that with the singing bowls, because I find them just so, so powerful to open up um, and clear through energy, and then with crystals as well. Um, and and then what happened was, then I sort of because I'm a very, I'm all, I was already very sexually like, just very interested in exploring my sexuality in all different ways, and and that was, um, yeah, a different kind of exploration when I was in London. Um, more like going to torture garden and all these phases of like kink and other things and then so i'm just generally like that as a person and so then when i went a bit deeper and realized that i felt numb actually you know after going deep Mm. into the energetics and actually being able to sit with myself and be present with my womb. What was actually there oh there was a lot of numbness and because i have really predominantly using a vibrator for my self-pleasure i realized that actually that didn't feel good anymore it felt like checking out it felt Mm. like i wanted to actually escape my body and i just wanted a quick release and so then i then i found Yoni ones, crystal yoni ones, and that really opened up a lot for me um, of the de armoring process of really, you know, sitting with myself and not needing someone else to be part of that. Um, and yeah, it sort of deepened and deepened with my exploration with that. Again, my intuition was just showing me, well, do this and then do this, and you know, everything kind of presents itself but really i had a lot of emotional release when i was using the yoni Ones, really actually physically being able to connect with my my womb really actually feeling her again bringing um bringing sensation and aliveness and emotion um to my experience again and just feeling like wow my life is changing from this this place um and then exploring deeper with you know the the orgasm and and then bringing through this powerful cosmic energy where i felt you know it was very i was connecting with myself so then i was connecting with soul and spirit and God because I wasn't looking for someone else to be doing that because I was so interested in how can I connect deeper with myself so then this kind of um yeah this this interest in connecting with my body and with God and with my sexual energy and that's powerful and how how can I kind of you know get more of that So, yeah, it was a real honouring of myself. Mm. (laughs) And I had to sort of, well, not had to, but I chose to carve out time to really do this for me.
0: Mm. I
1: think that's a really big, big piece of the puzzle when we're reclaiming our bodies or we're interested in reclaiming our sexuality, our bodies, our pleasure, is that we're going to have to carve out time for that and be pretty um, diligent (laughs) in doing that. It won't won't just happen and I think that that's really important um, that we need to create a safe container for ourselves and really, you know, really, um, yeah, honour and devote time to us as women because also the storyline is that, you know, we have to do everything for everyone else Mm. and that we need to be available for everyone else before ourselves and I feel like this this pleasure connection connecting with your womb connecting with your sexuality having a sacred practice really supports um you to shift the way in which you're connecting with your other relationships so healing a deeper level of the mother wounding um and really bringing that kind of vital feminine energy online within you Mm. um so that was an absolute yeah, must. Um, as part of my exploration, was that I'm doing this for me, and this <laughs> is for me, and I'm gonna like commit to that.
0: Yeah, that's massive, isn't it? As a woman, it's it's um, and it sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but it's just something that's <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> so accepted. Um, yeah, and I think that that's really important what you've um that that point around that this isn't just because it can make it and even even you know me talk me focusing this topic on orgasms. it's like mm-hmm. I know that women are interested in orgasms and pleasure. and so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a headline like, hmm, you know that's that's kind of sexy and interesting. what's that? But this isn't um that's not the whole story. There's like such yeah. in, in order to really like open, sexually in a you know and open our yonis in this like is a really vulnerable um and like ooh, uh it's a really powerful and beautiful and at times really hard path to walk and mm. like you say there's like there's so much um emotional work and and our wombs are like this storage place aren't they mm. for like generations of trauma and pain and Mm. density that like you have to be kind of called to it i think like i'm ready for it and and you'll know when you're ready it's like Mm -hmm. this, like you just like you say like following your intuition and following this call and it will probably feel Mm -hmm. scary because your body knows where it's going and it's kind Mm -hmm. of got to go into this deep like cave where you can experience the numbness that maybe you've been like you say checking out from and mm. be like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna sit with this and it's mm-hmm. we we just haven't been trained as humans to sit with that kind of discomfort so it's oh but then the the rewards are like it, the you know the flip side of it is just insane like the um like that level of connection and that level of beingness in the body and Mm. the it's like the pen it opens to like deeper penetration of life force and so like what what that's just the most invigorating and like exceptional kind of experience that I just want everyone to (laughs) to to have yeah um but there's groundwork to be done yeah for that
1: yeah, I love I love that point around the womb just stores everything because I think I got to the point I was just so done with taking on other people's energy. You know, I think that that really is what's happening as well. The mother is fucking done. She's sick of just taking on everyone's energy, um and there's a sense of like fierceness in that, which you know I've work through <laughs> resisting that myself that fierce mother where i'm like oh i don't know if i want to feel that but then also kind of embodying that and embracing that, that for, for my boundaries and for really understanding that this is a, i'm a sacred vessel and the depth of that work like you said it's just gosh you really have to feel the call. Cool. yeah it's not light work you can You know, there are, in way, you know, in a way, there are practices that you can do if you're just interested in sexuality. Definitely, Um, you know, with working with yoni wands or yoni eggs and doing the practices, and so there is a kind of, you know, a lighter way if you're not feeling that depth of, you know, soul calling, which I feel is what I was going through. Um, But when you go deeper with those practices, think the things will come up. Mm -hmm. um to process um whatever is right for you and your journey Um, but yeah for me it was very much a soul this is a soul embodiment piece that you are being taken on because this is also your role is to offer support for other women so i was um yeah my story it's very much that i i felt like i needed to sell my body as well so I was very much like split from from owning my body and feeling like you know I was owned by someone else and that's been a big big storyline for me to to work through a lot of lessons <laughs> and, um, and I feel that's why for me personally there's such a depth to it because I feel like I've really reclaimed you know that sense of ownership of myself mm. because I did feel that I had to please you know that I had to be acceptable that I had to be validated by a man by a relationship by you know the way that I looked or the way that I presented myself or the way that I acted um in in accordance to what was acceptable as sexy you know that like what and when I've just gone deeper and deeper into myself the more that's just dissolved naturally that's not even something that I was necessarily thinking why I want to I want to kind of like let go of these layers of feeling acceptable there was that there was that but there's been more of that I didn't realize that would just dissolve naturally. Like the more you just take away your focus from the external and the validation and you, you turn your um, focus inwards. That's mm. just when so much dissolves because you're choo- because you truly are choosing you. Mm. And so you're not giving the external um, your energy anymore. Mm. And that, yeah, that's deeply powerful. Um, yeah, and tending to your own needs, and even you know, if it's just sitting with your hands on your womb and just actually connecting with her, a big part of um my process and what I hold space for with other women is actually allowing your body to speak to you. What does your body want to say? And that's huge. Giving space for what is your womb actually wanting to express to you. And there can be a lot of, you know, release with that. Maybe she's angry. Maybe she's feeling, you know, unheard, unseen, just like sadness, deep grief. And giving space for that to be spoken through your voice, that in itself is a huge release and healing Mm. which i found actually to be a really important part of the process is to give voice to your body yeah
0: that sounds yeah that's so powerful and um and that's something like going back to like the lighter practices like if you feel called but you feel a bit intimidated by that like this you know feeling like deep layers of density and emotion then yeah Mm -hmm. just starting by like connecting physically with your body like through touch Mm -hmm. through just like sitting with your your hand connected to your womb and Mm -hmm. and just offering even like 30 seconds of space and um and time just like carving out when we say carving out time it doesn't even need to be like Yeah, go on like a (laughs) three-week retreat but you can (laughs) you can you can really like make you know like really really little shifts that can have Mm. a big ripple in in terms of reconnecting with your body Mm. I found that yeah yeah, to be especially with kids with having like lots of moving Mm -hmm. parts in my life like having Mm -hmm. those little tweaks have been kind of set in motion uh, a whole other like um like trajectory almost
1: yeah it's like you're saying okay I'm ready now mm. even if it's as you said 30 seconds of connecting with your womb you're saying I'm ready and then it's like building a habit isn't it or building a routine if you if the 30 seconds is what you feel you can do and if that feels good for you then building on that and then normally what happens is your intuition again brings through or more support or you feel actually I would like support with this whatever it is it really is just that like I'm saying yes to me Mm. and then um, what's right for you will will reveal itself yeah Um, yeah because I don't want to be like oh this is Huge thing that you have to do. <laughs> that's not everyone's journey either. Yeah, that's just mine. Mm. Um, but it is, you know, the potency of that is. I mean, it. Yeah, it's it's utterly life changing. It's totally shifted my my experience of myself from the inside out. So much so that I've really wanted to actually go even deeper with it for myself spiritually and actually spend some time in celibacy Mm. to go you know to really kind of explore what it is you know what is my connection to my body and to my soul and to God I really wanted to know that without any other distractions Mm. I feel like I've got got to that point now where I really want to yeah honor that for a period of time Mm. um, and go go a little bit um, deeper um, and yeah elevate my energy and um, yeah so it (laughs) yeah it's completely changed (laughs) me So when you say celibacy, do you mean
0: um just focusing on your own like self-pleasure practices and um and not having sexual relations with like a a third a third person? A second person. I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why I yeah, can say
1: third, second, fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So me and me and um because for me, that's a big thing because I've been in relationship after relationship after relationship. Mm. And so, you know, I have had periods of time, um, but I really feel like carving out that space for me where I'm really just going, right. Whew. Yeah, I'm able to do that as well now. I'm able to see that that's what I need to do for me. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's... It's just, yeah, I feel feel a depth of um, connection in my body that I don't feel like I'm reacting as well anymore to situations. Mm. Um, That I'm shutting myself down or going into freeze mode, which is, I feel, a lot of the work that we do when we're connecting with our wombs and our bodies is that we're, dissolving that fight flight or freeze mode and we're being able to soften into more being more receptive and holding Mm. more and our capacity for life as you were saying like ah you know that that deepens and it gets easier for our systems to really receive ourselves and to receive life and to receive pleasure and to receive um love
0: Mm. Yeah yeah. Um that's really that really resonates with um with my journey too this this like idea of celibacy. Um and I've had it's been an interesting journey in the context of a marriage where it's like okay we met when my husband was 18 and I was 19 and we've like grown up together really and the person and the, my, my relationship with my sexuality when I was 19 is you know it was completely different to the then the journey that I started going on in my 30s mm-hmm. and to have I had to create that space and and I had to say you know and and sometimes well it hasn't been for a little while now but you know to just to say like actually I need to go and explore my body and my connection with myself and my sexuality. And, and i I feel like I need to kind of put our like um, our sex life together on hold for a bit because i I can't do this at the same time. It doesn't um it doesn't work. so it I completely resonate with with that piece. and and that, yeah, I guess in, in the context of evolution, I'm sure that that will. Continue. They'll be con. They'll continue to be periods where that is that feels really supportive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that requires so much like communication and like vulnerability in a relationship, and 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 breaking down this whole like expectation and obligation and all that programming around like what what is required in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah yeah so really powerful
1: that's so powerful (laughs) that you're in marriage and that you're reframing what marriage means to you and that you're not being completely um, dictated to by what society says marriage is or what you know religion says marriage is and yeah but I mean doing that inside a relationship as well that's very powerful because I feel like some some people may think that's not possible as well like Mm -hmm. going to be on my own to do that there are lots of different ways in which we can explore ourselves depending on where we're at and what yeah what we resonate with and that's powerful for your children as well to witness that and be around
0: yeah yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing but it's i mean my i'm really blessed my husband is like he he's he's like really supportive and also has found it really hard um but yeah um i would love to know so i um yeah tell us about the cosmic cock and your experience with the cosmic cock.
1: yeah this is something that I so love to recommend as a way into connecting with that frequency of the masculine that I really needed to heal in myself I felt I had a very distorted relationship with the masculine um, that didn't feel good felt like the penetration was taking Mm -hmm. a sense of like you said obligation of like having to just you know be penetrated I have to be penetrated because that's what someone else wants mm-hmm. and whew, that, yeah again that's that was a deep one um, so for me supporting on on different levels and working internally with the yoni wand and I'm you know connected with that as something that's penetrating me that so I can connect with how you know I want to be penetrated and also my yoni can speak to me womb can speak to me Um, you go deeper into being able to listen to oh no that doesn't feel good or oh no don't penetrate I'm not ready you know also that programming that we need to be immediately ready Mm -hmm. to receive Um, so this meditation visualization just came to me when I was working um, with my yoni wand connecting with my womb was this open up open up be be penetrated through your whole being and this was like whoa Mm. you know because i was just kind of working with my wound being penetrated in my heart you know my heart but then there was this calling for like this full penetration and to visualize that this cosmic cock was moving through my crown chakra I'm penetrating through my crown, into my third eye, into my throat, my heart, my womb, my root and all the way back, you know, like full penetration mm. and that, that just opened me up so much to a new way of visualising the masculine energy and the mm. holding of that penetration and coming from a space of um, love and desire to, you know, relieve a lot of tension and so I started working with this visualization to open me up in other ways so that I also wasn't just searching for that orgasm (laughs) for that peak, Mm. you know, moment because I Feel like you know we're so used to wanting that instant gratification or that feeling of like release which is very powerful internally um, but really kind of opening me up to I can also receive this whenever I need to as well mm-hmm. it doesn't also have to be a sexual thing in terms of orgasm mm-hmm. it kind of opened just my energy field up completely to being more receptive in my life, so that's actually a really powerful visualization mm. I felt to just to open you up to being receptive, just and yeah, in life and to and to heal, to heal any um, you know beliefs around what's possible as well. Mm. I felt that yeah. really important medicine.
0: Yeah, it feels super powerful. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs>
1: yeah. I also don't need to do anything. No. You no, know, we can also get into that sense of like, oh, but we also need to, we need to be doing to create that orgasm. But actually the en- energy, the sexual energy that we have, we can feel that orgasmic pulse through us, which helps us then to open our capacity for... Um, you know physical orgasm
0: yeah yeah um how so how would you would you say that from like how would you describe that your um orgasms have changed from when you were like using the vibrator and it was like kind of a like you said like a quick release to what you experience now and like and have there been any like what challenges have you had along the way i guess
1: yeah the resistance <laughs> the resistance <laughs> because originally feeling like i want instant gratification and a quick fix i was like up against that you know that like well, i just want it to be done and over and i want to feel good mm. so you know really sitting with that and being with and recognizing that that's how it was feeling but that really actually I wanted to receive more pleasure in in my body and in my life in general so opening up and kind of softening um, to that way of thinking like I just want a quick fix so that's kind of what I was also bringing into my pleasure practice was I'm opening up to more opening up to more pleasure i'm opening up to more life and i don't need or desire that quick fix um so that's kind of, that was sort of the challenge that i was up against every time it's like oh i'm doing that thing where i just want to get to the i just want to get to the i just want to get there <laughs> get yeah <laughs> there. i have that feeling but the more that i was able to hold myself in the pleasure the more that my orgasms have become such a different experience. It's been just so much more um, energy that I felt, so much more connection um, and just taking up more space in my body as well. Mm. And that's where breath has been really powerful for me, like remembering the breath, remembering to breathe deeper and to go slower. And just sit with myself and to really connect and to take up that space which is what I tell myself and my clients all the time taking up space remember to take up space because we're so taught to shrink ourselves as women really taking up space taking the time just going a bit deeper you know going a bit slower and so yeah that process has really changed my experience of the feelings the sensation the connectedness and it's been a much more um, spiritual experience for me than just like having a a physical release Um, and that's also reflected in my life now I feel I'm more able to hold myself more, I have more capacity for pleasure. Um and yeah, I'm not not constantly looking for that quick fix. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I resonate with this a lot. I have um impatience is like one of my deep like ingrained kind of patterns and and learning to cultivate patience and really like sink into it. It has been massive for me and still continues to be like, I still have, um, you know, that's it's ongoing. Um, but what I found that my body does now it's really interesting. is like, if there, if my body can like switch, like there can be times where like a clitoral orgasm is like, like just the right thing. (laughs) And then other times, and it kind of can feel like quick fixy but it, it just feels like right yeah. and then other times where my body just it like switches and it's like the clitoris is not going to do it like there isn't my body's not even open to that like that route today like or yeah. in this moment and it's like there's there's time and there's space and like everything is like saying like no this is going to be this like this is slower this is like this is the time where we're going deeper where we're connecting deeper and the only thing that like my body is responding to is like that like deep like opening and penetration and the it's like no we're going like we're in in an internal orgasm space today and we're moving like you know we're moving slowly and and this is is where we are and and like then just surrendering to that and sinking into it and then i find like wow okay this my body just knows what it wants and what it needs and it's like yes and sometimes that's i then i i'm resistant to it i'm like oh really (laughs) but that means we've got to like i've got to wait how long
1: (laughs) I know, i know it's such a response to life as well i think like you said like your body knows what you need and sometimes that quicker, you know, release is actually what your body is wanting and desiring. And depending on what's going on with your life, like, you know, emotionally and um, energetically. So I yeah, you're just handing over the reins to your body. <laughs> it's a big thing, isn't it? You know, the submission mm-hmm. to your own body knowing better than your ego is mm-hmm. whew, that's yeah. a dance. Um yeah it's it's always going to be a dance as well
0: yeah it's not like
1: you just sort of don't have those moments in life where you're feeling frustrated and you just want to have a release I think it's just bringing awareness isn't it this is what these practices do and deepening into your body is bringing more awareness so you feel more empowered to make the decisions that actually feel good and right
0: yeah, yeah 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 um i feel like we're pretty much like coming to completion time um is there anything that you want to share that you feel that you haven't kind of had the opportunity to
1: i feel like Just a final piece would be also I've talked a lot about connecting with the Yoni ones, but actually, personally, for me, because I used to rely on something, you know, like a a vibrator or, um, you know, sexual intimacy with a partner, for me, a very big piece of reclaiming my pleasure has actually been working with my own hands Mm. and not needing to to have anything else and realizing that actually wow that can be just as pleasurable and powerful if not more so in some cases when I'm feeling like um, maybe a little bit like off balance or perhaps doubting myself in moments of that um, I'm coming to my pleasure practice and I'm thinking actually no I want just my hands I want to feel that depth of me and me and that it's okay mm. Mm. and that's been yeah, really beautiful to um to reconnect with my hands and my touch and actually feeling you know my yoni and my womb and really getting curious about what she feels like physically. And mm. really powerful.
0: Yeah. That that feels incredible. And it, it's like the ultimate intimacy, isn't it? Like yeah. when you have a toy like or like some kind of um what do you like? I don't know, like a wand or so, anything that is not your body touching your body then mm-hmm. it they can be amazing but it's um and my journey hasn't been with ones um mm-hmm. so far i used to use a vibrator um but it was like a i don't know what they're made of like silicon um yeah. and that was like a while ago and then since then then it has been hands but it for me it did as well feel really important for you like i think after having kids as well like
1: yeah like
0: like looking at my yoni and then like see because like the changes that happen after childbirth and then like feeling inside I think I had so much resistance to that and I was so scared to to feel like I don't know what I thought I was going to (laughs) find but um it's been like I can really resonate with that level of like intimacy that that facilitates with with you and you it's like
1: Mm. yeah, yeah, and when your body's changing, of course, as well, like that's it it's really powerful to check in with what's actually there because we can go into that disillusioned space of like, well, I you know, I've had this happen and this happened and yeah, um mm. actually physically connecting brings you back into yourself and grounds you and mm. yeah, that that feels like a really important piece because we're yes. always changing and especially as women if we're you know we have all these you know passages of our lives that we go through um yeah. and so it can be a real anchor into accepting where we are on our journey as a woman
0: yeah yeah hmm thank you thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my like is, i'm enjoying these conversations so much it's like yeah i feel so amazing to be like sending this information like putting this information out and like allowing people to have these insights and perhaps um then you know continue or start their own journeys it feels just like so nourishing and delicious
1: <laughs> yeah it's such a beautiful space to be able to share and I'm really grateful because I feel like I shared a lot of pieces of my journey which I always find really nourishing as to you know to really follow a thread so that Mm -hmm. people understand a bit more about how it works.
0: Yeah yeah thank you for your openness and yeah I'm gonna I was gonna say courage but like yeah. Courage too, but mm. <laughs> the courage has been, I think, all the way along. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um okay. how I'm at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I was just gonna end actually with the um speaking about why I why I call myself Earth Body Priestess. It's because for me the journey has been um reclaiming my priestess which is also I think a huge part of why I felt my body wasn't my own because of lifetimes of you know feeling that in my past lives and also connecting with the the feminine Christ is a big part of my work and I do support women who resonate with that priestess path um which is the soul depth I suppose. That I'm talk, that I've spoken to, um, and that we can, you know, reclaim ourselves and be empowered to to share our wisdom, um, yeah, and our gifts, which is a big part of, of the priestess journey as well. Um, and that's something that I do one to one and in temple space and group space as well um so yeah i just wanted to share that which is why priestess has resonated with me and my journey and why i kind of place that as part of part of my title
0: yeah hmm and how can people find you like how can how can people connect with you
1: um so on facebook i'm gigi which is very simple. Um, also on Instagram, Earth Body Priestess. And then I have some links through my bios on both um, Facebook and Instagram to my YouTube channel, Earth Body Priestess. Um, yeah, really re- reach out. And um, I love to to talk, you know, and to really um, hear from people. Um, yeah. That the intimacy piece is important for me when I work with women.
0: Hmm. Amazing. Thank you so much, Gigi. Mm. Thank, you. thank you. I appreciate you so much and everything that you're doing in the world. Mm.
1: Thank you, too. <laughs>